one, Jules. Yes. So welcome everyone. Happy new year. So 2024. Yay. Um, so we're week 18 for the Naturally Healthy Club. And today we're going to be talking about what to do when your weight won't budge or when your weight isn't moving as, as fast as, you're, as you'd like. And I wanted to start this with a, um, a post, actually post of the week prize this week goes to Marsha and she posted in the group and she just said, um, it's not hard. One day this week, I don't remember which because vacation, I sat down for lunch. I put the fork down between bites. When I thought I was satisfied, I had two more bites. Then I saved the rest for, la for later. Why do I think this is hard? It's not hard. <laughs> so yeah, I really wanted to celebrate Marsha for noticing that. And also like, yeah, like that's the thing at the very core, like we could be telling ourselves, yeah, this is really hard and I'm struggling and right, like going into that story. Or you could be choosing to think, actually, I can do this. I can just like put my cutlery down in between bites. I can like notice when I'm satisfied, have a couple more bites, go, yep, that's enough. No drama. Just put it in the fridge. Like, and it, it can be, it can be that easy. So I invite you this year, in this new year to have that fresh start of approaching this work in that fresh way and looking for the opportunity to let it be easy, looking for the opportunity to let it like to let go of the struggle story and just focus on just doing these simple things that gets you, that gets the scale moving. But we'll go, we'll go into more detail about, about how to get the scale moving as well. So our plan for today is we'll just go through our philosophy, natural health club philosophy, and we'll quickly recap our process. And I've got some news to share. And then we'll recap um, two weeks ago. And also I'll just do a quick highlights of that because there was a bonus lesson last week. We didn't have a live call and I, I shared with you guys a bonus lesson. For, so for those of you that haven't checked that out, um, uh, let go of the struggle story. Yeah, Marisa, it's an option. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, yes, we'll talk more about that. Um, yes, and then we'll, we'll then we're going to talk about um, – yeah, like actually go through some problem solving and talk about like what to do when your weight weight isn't moving. And also I've got some coaching for Jen. So she'd posted in the group, but then we'll open up for coaching for others as well. If anyone needs coaching this week, we are here for all the coaching. Uh, and that's our plan. So uh, so naturally healthy club philosophy. So I am or I'm becoming naturally healthy. I am way more powerful than I think. There's no rush. Yes, I weigh XXX and it's okay. Um, it's just, and then the next one is how do I want this to go? That beautiful like question to bring in intentionality in the moment, which I use last night, <laughs> I use every day, I think. Um, overeating isn't worth it. There'll be plenty of amazing food in my future. I change best when I feel good. And this is a big one that like, because when we're telling ourselves we're struggling and we're it's hard and we're, stuck and we're not making the progress that we want to make that like that does not feel good right whereas when we're telling ourselves like when we're noticing all that little actually we'll go into more detail of that when we talk about problem solving so I'll, I'll, I'll just stay focused Jules um so yes I change best when I feel good though in, important it'll come up again um when we when we go through the problem solving part I don't have to do this perfectly the most pleasure happens in the first few bites it's safe for me to feel my feelings. There are no bad foods and we prioritize protein. 
I'm so lucky. I'm getting exactly what I need when I need it. There is no failing, only learning. I want to do this and I can do this. And then our Naturally Healthy Club um, process, there's four parts to it. And so the the way we remember it is light, L-I-T-E. And the other thing to remember about our process is there are a million different ways that this can show up where you have more or less emphasis on different parts of the process. You definitely don't have to be hitting every single part and doing everything perfectly all at once. And what the Naturally Healthy Club is really all about is you find taking this as a framework to begin with and then tweaking it and adjusting it so that you find exactly what fits for your life and for your um, to coach yourself in your in your brain. And so the four parts are L for listen, I for making intentional choices, T for tracking, and E for enjoyment. And so when we're listening to our, our bodies, the thought there that I find really helpful is overeating isn't worth it. And actually, I um, we had we. Uh, we went away to the snowy mountains um, for New Year's and we were staying with, with a friend and he's like, he's a wine, like he's a, he's a wine merchant. He's really into his food. And I noticed at dinner on the first night, he'd roasted this chicken and he was just out loud saying, oh, this is so good. I can't stop. And he kept saying that and it was getting into my head too. So the next night, and so I ended up overeating the chicken because this, this is, I can't stop. I can't stop thought was going on. Um, I did notice it and coach myself a little bit, but then the next night I was like ready for him to say it. And so when he was going raving about the ribeye that we were having, I was like, and he was going, I can't stop. I'm like, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. And I was, I had had that, that experience from the night before and it, it so wasn't worth it. So yeah. Um, yeah. So the thought there is it's not worth it. Cause if you're thinking, if you're thinking like my friend Rico, if you're thinking I can't stop, what happens? You totally overeat. Whereas if you're thinking overeating's not worth it, what do you, happens is that you like you pull up before you start to feel sick. So it it really can be that simple. Um, and then the habit that goes along with listening to our bodies, because we've got a thought that goes along with it, and then a, a, a tiny habit that goes along with it, and that is like just this skill of listening to our like stopping when we feel feel that satisfaction point and and actually that's another thing I noticed over the Christmas period because my goal for Christmas lunch was to eat until I was not sick but very satisfied very very satisfied and I was amazed at like how that big that window is because where I would have normally stopped to where I where I actually stopped and I didn't get into this feeling sick stage but yeah it was a big window <laughs> uh, that was interesting I, I thought so yeah, so with listening, it yeah, the, the habit that goes along with that is just stopping when you know, notice that you feel satisfied. And there's kind of two ways you can approach that. You can either just leave bites behind on your plate and do that, or you can actually just ser- serve yourself less food to begin with. And then if you need more after that, give yourself the option to go back. But uh, some people find that serving themselves smaller portions to begin with and just eating, finishing the, the plate and then having that as the pause point is easier. So, you know, that they're two options that you can play around with. Uh, next one is I for making intentional choices. And the thought that goes along with that is how do I want this to go, as I mentioned earlier. And the habit that goes along with that is our daily practice where we think through our day, um, actually think through like how do I want this day to go go and get a get a bit of a plan in place and also like there's an opportunity there to anticipate obstacles and like oh what what could cause what could what could come up today that's going to um 
causing me to struggle and then and I know and get a plan to overcome those <clears throat> my goodness do I have water yes um yeah so if you haven't done the daily practice challenge that's always there that could be something you might like to start the new new year with uh or, and then T is for tracking so that's mostly for us everyone weighing ourselves every day that habit and the thought that goes along with that is yes I weigh xxx and it's okay because we want to be doing this from a place of wherever we're at accepting ourselves and accepting you know what we what we're doing it's not meant to be if not, not meant to be like torturous to weigh ourselves every day then the E is for enjoyment and the thought that goes along with that is there's no rush and the habit that goes along with that there's two habits that, that go along with that one is just putting our cutlery down in between bites to slow ourselves down and then the other habit for enjoyment is this idea of like anticipating something delicious so whether that's for you every day or you know a couple of times a week or once a week that you actually have something that you're looking forward to so you're giving yourself permission to have foods that you're just you're eating purely for pleasure and of course you can be anticipating delicious things that you're eating for health as well <laughs> um, but yeah yeah just giving yourself that gift of of looking forward to to food okay so that's our process so in terms of news, post of the week prize goes to Marsha, who I already shared her post, which is really fun. Um, thought for the day this week. So just a reminder that we have the private podcast feed and on that I do a daily thought and I also post those thoughts in circle every day. So you can log on to see them there if you like. And actually Veronica has her circle set up so that she gets um, she gets she's got the the quotes section set up so that she gets alerts on her phone so she gets an alert whenever I post the thought for the day on her phone so just thought I would mention that that's an option for you if you into if you if you did want to want to do that uh, but also this week I am mixing it up a bit and I actually recorded some new um, thoughts for the day from posts that people had done in circles. There weren't thoughts that came from my brain. There were thoughts that came from other members of the Naturally Healthy Club. So it was really fun to, to share those and see. Um, so, yeah, tune in this week for, for those thoughts of the day. Um, in terms of what's next, Chris, next, Christine had posted in the groups, just, she, she said, just wondering um, if we'll have the opportunity to continue for another round because it, I feel like I'm spending all my time this round just trying to absorb the lessons and sort myself out with actually, without actually putting it into um, practice all that much. And so, yes, Christine, absolutely. So I just wanted to share with everyone. So that this um, the group that started in September, um, I'm slow, I'm slow. Well, I know you're exactly where you need to be. Christine and, and that's a, the beautiful part about coaching is that we don't like everyone everyone that comes in at a different starting place everyone has different goals that they're trying to achieve and so six months is a, I think is, is a really nice container and for some people that's a perfect amount but for some people you know this is a, a lifelong learning and, and um and it it's going to it like getting support for more than six months can be helpful and so what I do is we have the naturally it's called staying naturally healthy with ease group so once you've been through the first group you're welcome to join that group and essentially the staying naturally healthy group you get 
in access to like everything that you're currently getting in the first six months. So if you want to turn up for each of the weekly calls, you can and just start it like approach it in that way. Or what a lot of people do is they the the staying naturally healthy group has one um or they're, they're actually two at different times, but it's the same content. Um, one call a month where we just have that focused time. Um, so you'll get access to both if you stay on and the staying naturally healthy groups, uh, $99 a month. And in that group, we continue, of course, to apply naturally healthy club philosophy and principles and the, the, the process. But then we also have more of a, a 90 day goal focus so that when you do get your weight, because you know, once you've got, got your, got to your goal weight, you might be wanting to have a goal of maintaining it or you might there might be other aspects to your health that you're working on and we we work together using the goals process to say you want to um, I'm doing it my, my goal for the for the summer is to improve my sleep so you, like people were, have worked on improving sleep or it could be other aspects of health like maybe you might want to look at stress other other things like uh so it's not necessarily just weight but it, it also can be weight and it's yeah so it's the same group it's all in it's in in circle and it's really really fun like the graduates groups calls are always are always really great so you are welcome and so you just need to let me know before the end of february whether you want to complete your membership at the end of feb or if you're going to continue on in the graduates group and if you are then we can um set up the the separate different payment options okay and the other news i have is i'm um running a, actually it's going to end up being a challenge but i'm running a free class uh a cooking class uh, called the three secrets to becoming a confident cook so that's coming in later on in january i'll just post the link to that um to that site to the sign up page for that so if you are interested in um in yeah changing your relationship with cooking then check out that class and also if you know anyone who might want to become more confident in the kitchen share them the link to the sign up page for the free class um yeah because it's going to be lots of fun <laughs> uh and that yeah so that's on the on the horizon as well okay so let's recap two weeks ago we have to like really cast our minds back um, so two weeks ago, we spoke about intentional feasting, which was just getting ourselves, essentially asking ourselves, how do we want Christmas to go? And then we also, I shared with you the goals worksheet. So three weeks ago, we spoke about gentle goals and I invited you to think about setting a goal for um, the rest of the program. So until the end of, um, until the end of Feb. And um, so then the goals worksheet that I shared, I'll, and I'll post that in the chat as well. Um, if when you're ready, if you if you do want to take up that invitation and set a goal for yourself, there's a worksheet that you can do that just guides you through some questions to help you um, get get like to make the most and give yourself the best chance of achieving your goals. So that's in circle when you're ready. And uh, Naomi's actually shared her goals worksheet for her. Um, her goal which is really great to have an example of someone's and that's in circle as well so when you're ready to do that check it out if you have any questions or you need help with anything of like how to of anything around goals just uh let me know and and i can um, i can coach you and help, help help you with that so that was our two weeks ago and then last week's bonus call that i which was a replay from a previous group was around this um beautiful practice it's called ho'o'oponopono which is 
a Hawaiian forgiveness practice. And essentially it's all around, it's it, in Hawaii, they use it as it's a very, it's a like a community um, practice, but it can be used individually as well. And essentially all it is, is just you know, forgiving it. Like when you're noticing anything that you're um, disappointed in yourself about or any anything that doesn't feel great you can actually like you do this practice of forgiving yourself for whatever that that thing is and it's it's very simple and very um, cathartic and it feels very loving and, and it's a it's a it's a lovely practice to include and so it's something that I I actually often use it if I'm struggling to get to sleep I'll use it as a mantra to help me fall asleep and it's all it is is just saying four four things so I'm and you don't have to do it. It doesn't matter which order you do it in, but the, the four things I saying to yourself, and I'd usually do it with a bit of self-compassion, like with my hand on my heart and say, I'm sorry, I forgive you. I love you and thank you. So I'm sorry, I forgive you. I love you and thank you. And it's like something that you say to yourself when you when you want to have, have that feeling of forgiveness. So it's particularly helpful if you've, you've done something that that you're then wanting to feeling like regret or uh yeah, that you're not so happy about like just giving yourself that forgiveness um can be very effective to helping you like then transition into being able to receive the lessons from whatever that situation was um all oh, right christine said carrie grossman does a lovely song-based version of this to listen to christine if you wouldn't mind um like posting a link to that in the in the in circle that would be amazing i'd love to check that out so yeah yeah it's it can be a beautiful mantra as well um yes so that was that was last week's lesson okay so let's move on and talk about what to do when your weight isn't moving so the first thing so that I'll, I'll go through actually there's like the kind of five steps to to go through and i'll go through them high level and then we'll go into detail on each of them so the first thing is to check the facts because and then the next thing is to celebrate and reward yourself with thoughts not food third thing is to take responsibility with curiosity fourth thing is to problem solve for your thoughts first and then we the fifth thing is to problem solve your actions and figure out what actions you need to take differently so let's go into those in more detail. So check number one, check the facts. So with when we're weighing ourselves every day, it's completely normal to have this fluctuation, right? Because there's so many factors that go into what that number is and how it, and so it's not meant to be a way like X, 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 point X, X every single day. Like that's just not how um, our, our, our biology works. And so because you have that daily fluctuation, it can be difficult to see when you, and if you are slightly having, you know, there can actually be slight movement where you're, where you're not really seeing, you're not really seeing that if you're just looking at one number every day. So what can be helpful is to actually have a look at a graph and see how it's tracking over time. And so if you're not using an app that currently gives you a, a nice a nice graph so that you can you can have some visuals um, I highly recommend if you're if you have an iPhone the um, happy scale app is the best that I've 
played with and I love it because they, they actually use like data prediction and they statistics and stuff so that your graph isn't as it smooths out the graph so you can actually and they give you like they can they tell you whether you're gaining or losing or maintaining so it's it's actually quite helpful to have that that data um so if you're if you're not if you don't have an iphone the other option i haven't used this i did a bit of research yesterday and it seems like there's there's an app called libra that's um on google play that looks like it might be pretty like similar but so I would check check that out. But at the very least, you want to want to just look at your average weight for the current week versus previous weeks to give you just to help round out the data so you can actually see, am I actually like how what what so you know exactly what you're dealing with? Because our brains can be always thinking that, oh, I'm not making progress. And it's our like if we just if we just if we're not looking at the number. If we're not looking at the actual data, our brains can make up stories about it. So we want to check the facts and get really clear on actually, am I am I really gaining weight? Am I really losing weight? Where exactly am I? So that's the first thing is to get really clear on that. And sometimes you'll find that actually when you look at the numbers, it's not where you think it is and you are actually making slow progress. So that can be very helpful. And But if it's not as well, it's, if you're not making progress, it's helpful to know that as well. So. So first is check, get, get, be a scientist, check the facts. Then the next one is to actually celebrate and um, where you're at. And the reason for this is that we, what we reward, we create more of. So if we are like, so one of the most powerful, so our brains are wired and this is like how humans have evolved is that when we do something that's that that feels good with like releases dopamine in our brain like which makes us feel even better and that tell, that's a signal to our brains that okay this feels really good i'm getting dopamine let's do more of this and so when we, there's a lot of different things that can cause us to release dopamine food eating food is one of those things um so any food releases dopamine and if you, if you think about it like from a survival perspective, like that was a really good evolution thing to have. But um, but there are other things as well that can release dopamine. And one of the most powerful sources of dopamine is um, is actually like feeling like self-praise, be, being praised and feeling like, and self-praise in particular can be a very good source of dopamine. So what we want to do is actually rather than be being rewarding getting our dopamine from food and from overeating we want to start getting our dopamine from our thoughts and so wherever you're at like just celebrating yourself and if celebrating feels too strong then just giving yourself some credit like being kind to yourself and going actually acknowledging to yourself that actually this is pretty amazing like I've just kept my weight really stable like if your weight hasn't moved like you go actually I, you know, I'm, I'm enjoying food. I'm eating whatever I want. I'm not restricting anything. And my weight is stable. Like that's actually something to celebrate. So, and you can see how that feels so different if when you're thinking, oh, my weight hasn't budged. I'm, it's not moving. I'm a failure. It's, this isn't working. Like that feels really awful. Whereas you could, you could have the exact same stable weight and look at it from these, like have different thoughts about it and actually go, actually, it's just been like, just got through December and the holidays like 
and my weight is like it's stable or it's only up one pound whereas normally it would be up like Lindsay had posted like normally it would be up like 11 pounds so like actually giving yourself some credit is is the next thing so we're checking the facts and then actually letting ourselves feel good about where we are is the next step um and if your weight is going up as well, like you can actually, you can still find ways to celebrate. Like you can, you can still celebrate yourself from for tracking and for continuing to look at that data, even when the number isn't where you want it to be. So there's always something that you can find that you can like give yourself some credit for. And this is important because when we, we change best when we feel good. So when we feel like, oh yeah, okay, I am, I'm not a complete fail, like, like, that just puts us in a, a more positive mind frame to then be able to go into the problem solving. So we check the facts, we're celebrating. Next thing is to like take responsibility, but from a place of curiosity, not from a place of, you know, beating yourself up <laughs> and, and being mean to yourself. We wanted it. <clears throat> but I, I love this idea of being, of taking responsibility and responsibility just means that you're able to respond and this bit by getting by giving yourself like actually letting yourself go no this I'm responsible for this I'm able to respond to this that's a very empowering place to be problem solving from rather than than thinking oh <clears throat> you know, this isn't going to work for me I'm never going to I can't do this like if you're thinking like this kind of those un disempowering thoughts that makes it harder to problem solve. So by taking responsibility and go, yeah, like it's, I, this is possible. It's possible for me to achieve this goal. That's a, like, that's where responsibility is helpful. So again, it's just setting you up and getting your mind frame in a place that's, that's, that helps you, that helps you be in a better, um, the better mind frame so that you can be more effective with your problem solving. Um, so that we take responsibility and just know that achieving your goals is in your controls. Like it's not something that happens to you, like what you put in your mouth is and like all the things that we do in how you eat and how you think about it, these are all in your control. And so even though it, sometimes it can feel like, yes, you weigh, you're like, you know, the, that sometimes you get data like days where you weigh yourself and, it's like, what was that? Like, I've got no idea why that happened. Like, of course, that does happen, true. However, the overall trend, it is in your control. Like the overall trend is, and this is great news. Like this isn't like I want something to feel bad. This is actually, this is amazing because it means you're able to respond. You're able to do, you're able to turn this around. You're able to change this. And so that's what's where responsibility is. We want to... I, get that that take that responsibility from an empowered place of yes i am able to influence this longer term trend it isn't something that's happening to me i get to i get to i get to work on this so then when we've got like we're kind of in that more positive mind frame we're taking responsibility we're feeling more empowered then we want to look at our problem solving and the two things we want to look at are, first of all our thoughts and so the first thing we're going to do, we're going to do an exercise now and we're going to look at like what exactly are your thoughts about your work in the Naturally Healthy Club? So I should have said um, that we we're going to do an written exercise. And, um, but yeah, grab a pen or just open up a note on your, on your phone or on your computer and just answer that question like 
what are your actual thoughts about your progress so far? And if you want to share in the in the chat, that, that's cool too. And we'll just take a couple of minutes to get those thoughts out. Um, out of our head, beautiful heads and into onto the screen or onto some, some paper. I'm just going to, so I'll just give us, we'll just have two minutes to do that. I'll just go grab a pen myself. Okay, so did anyone come up with any thoughts that they'd like to share in the chat? I'd love to see so that we can, so I'd love, love an example thought so we can, uh, uh, so then I can show you what to do with the thoughts. Um, I, didn't, I didn't write it in the chat, but I can say what I wrote. Oh, amazing, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> So I've written, I did make progress, but I have regressed. I can't stick with anything, can't follow through. I've stopped weighing lots and lots of self-destructive behavior recently. I'm so busy avoiding all the feelings about it. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. And so when you're thinking that, like, I can't follow through, I can't stick with anything, I'm being self-destructive, Mm -hmm. Yeah, how does that feel, Judith? Um, not great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And how would you feel about like I think for when that happens, like this that forgiving yourself for where you're at, like that's a nice first step. So how would yes, you feel about that? Of course. I mean, I can forgive myself over and over because I'm uh, I have short term. I mean. But everything for me is short term, you know, I'll forgive myself today. But anyway, um, I mean, I am still keeping up with certain things. I've kept the daily practice going all the way through. But so it's not all completely. Amazing. Hopeless, yeah. I'm just avoiding dealing with the fact that I've regressed. 
outcome. I've said so that I've regressed thought is the is the one that's that's really jumping out at you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and this is a story that, like, I've, I can only do things short term. I, I ultimately will always regress. This is a story that you have about yourself. Yes, I'm very enthusiastic of this. And then, yeah. Yeah, great. I mean, yeah, not great, but also great, like, like to uncover that. So the next thing what we want to do when we have those thoughts out is just, like, notice how they feel, forgive yourself for them, and then, then, I like choose like another thought that's going to feel a little bit more empowered because at the moment like I've regressed does not feel like <laughs> no no I know but it was just the honest the yeah. honest response of what you told me to do that's what yeah yeah exactly exactly so so <clears throat> the next step I mean, you know, if- this is a beautiful example thank you for sharing Judith I really appreciate it so the next step then is okay so this is what I'm currently thinking and it's not really helping me. And then so the next step is to ask yourself, like, what do I want to think about this instead? Um, I want to think that it's normal behaviour. Yeah, um, right. Normal human behaviour. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'd like to think that I have control over it, but I'm not sure I do. So. Okay, okay. That's, that's too big of a reach. Yeah. Okay, so this is normal human behavior. Notice how that feels a lot more neutral than mm-hmm. than I've regressed. And so I think what I need to do is to go back from the grand, you know, sweeping feeling of regression and failure, and go back to the the tiny the tiny change part of the whole process. Yeah, yeah. So and make it manageable. Think- yeah, like this is a normal part of me. Like this is a normal part of change. Mm-hmm. Like this is normal human behavior. Yes. And that would be the first step, Judith, is to just like focus on that thought this week of like, oh, yeah, this is normal human behavior. Right. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. And then in terms of like, so then like if you're approaching because if you're approaching the work that you're doing from oh yeah this is normal of course I'm going to be times where I overeat that's going to help you feel in a more positive place than I've regressed yeah and then in terms of actions that's like the next next step so what do you think is the, because usually there's, what do you think is the biggest thing that's causing you to feel like you've regressed? Like what's the, the action that you're taking that's, that's being, that you said, you said being self-destructive? Um, just, I'm, I suppose I'm, I'm always very frightened of succeeding, I suppose, because I always, if I get close to any kind of goal, I always manage to, you know, destroy it. <laughs> Right, right, right. Okay, so there's a fear of failure. There's a fear of success. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and how does like so the and what exactly do you do when you're feeling that fear of success? In terms of food or life? In terms of food, yeah. Like let's keep it specific um, to actually healthy. Just, 
just um you know like just totally do the opposite of what I know I should be doing override all the you know the checks and balances um you know eat things I don't like and don't need and don't want um not not and and all the time I'll be realizing it's not a, you know it's not about I don't I don't know. Anyway, I'm sorry. Let's move on to somebody else. <laughs> no, no, Judith. No, no, no. Oh, sorry, everybody. We, we, no, please don't. This is gold, Judith. This is exactly, this is like such a good example to work through. So like we can, we, I can move on to someone else if you really want to, but it's actually really powerful to okay. like what you're, you're, and like so many people experience what you're experiencing. Yeah. So you mentioned like, so, so it sounds like you're just start eating random stuff. Well, what how I would describe it is that I haven't just started overeating again. I mean, I've been on a bender, not, I mean, just, <laughs> you know. So yeah, cool. Right, if right. you know what that means. Yeah, I do. I do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. And do you feel like that you that needs to play out a bit more or do you feel like you're ready to, you've kind of had enough of that? I mean, today I've had enough of it, but I'm I'm back in my head in the whole, you know, perfect, starting a perfect day every day and then ruining it. So I have to, I've just got to, I've got to like shift back everything. So. Yeah. Is there anything in your, like, is there, is there anything that's coming up in your life that's, that's causing, like that's, that's triggered this? Like, is there, is there a lot, like you're having more negative emotion that you're, I suppose there was a lot of stuff around this time of year. So. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, I want to hear about people that have really moved moved ahead. <laughs> I want to know if it's possible. So I'm going to Okay. Okay. Let's do that. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Amazing, Judith. Okay. Um, okay. Okay, yeah, but let's just just stick with that thought that this is normal human behavior. Judith, does that feel okay to for now? Yeah, okay. Thank you, Judith. Um okay, let's see. Okay, Daisy said learning a lot without much weight loss. Right, right. And let's see. Christine said biggest challenge is remembering to use the tools. Marisa said, I'm feeling I'm not always present and doing things as I should. And other times I, when I really focus on, on it, I feel like I can really do the work and be successful. My weight does not reflect any of this though. <laughs> okay. Okay. Great. Okay. So, yeah. So what we want to do is like, look at these thoughts and just, and actually, and the, um, I'll, I'll use, um, um marsha's thought from before like why like why is this so hard like if if that's a predominant thought you're thinking then like that can be that can make it more challenging so we want to choose another thought that feels more neutral so judith's got her more neutral thought of this is normal human behavior rather than thinking thinking um i can't remember what, she, what her thought was but yeah like so moving it into a more neutral place um so Daisy's thought is I'm learning a lot without much weight loss. So maybe Daisy, then the thought that like might help you 
in that case, if your thought, if your current thought is I'm learning a lot without much seeing many much result many results, then the thought that that might be helpful there is is like actually I can do this and and actually giving yourself just that little bit of like I'm I'm or I'm ready to change I'm ready to imp- I'm might be I'm ready to apply this I'm ready to see some results might be the thought that you might want to go with there. Um, Christine's thought is remembering to use the tools. So with that thought, Christine, then I would probably look at just, you know, again, I can do this. Like I want, or I want to do this. I want to use these tools. And then we'll, um, then we look at the, the actions that you're going to take as, as the, how you're going to get there. Um, okay. And Marisa, so Marisa, this is a, like, this is, this is a, this is a actually quite kind of good. So when you feel like, um, that, so your, your thought is kind of like, I feel like, um, when I focus on it, I feel like I can really do the work and be successful, but my weight does not reflect any of this. So is the thought that's underpinning that is that it's like, regardless of what I do, my weight doesn't really change. Yeah. Are you able to? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that that's pretty much it. I mean, I'm not always doing the things that I want to do, like putting my fork down and, and slowing down. Like I'm still working on the basics. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, I'm able to do some of the things like leave bites of food on um, my plate at times and I feel really good about things like that um but I'm not I'm not seeing any weight loss um it just fluctuates day to day I have been able to maintain my weight which is always a nice thing but I have so much weight to lose that I feel like I you know I should be able to lose some weight um and that yeah right you know um so I just, I, I do feel like I have to put more work into it though, because I'm not, when I say present, I'm not always like, like, I feel like I sit down and I just start eating and shoveling food in. And then I'm like, oh, this was a perfect opportunity to like, slow down, put your fork down. And I missed it because I literally like zoomed through my lunch. <laughs> so I just have to work on that. Like, yeah right right <laughs> yeah so. yeah okay but it sounds like there's a the the like there's this thought that like it doesn't really matter what I do I'm not not losing weight at the moment anyway yeah so yeah. therefore you don't have like it's so a that, that's driving the action of of not being present and shoveling like and yeah eating maybe I, yeah I didn't really think of it like that I guess yeah but since I did put that down maybe that is driving it um yeah so I'm wondering if like the thought that we want to work on that like there's a thought that would feel and tell me if something this feels accessible but something about like like a thought that like this will make a difference this will help me lose weight like whatever it is like so actually starting to build that belief that actually me slowing down and stopping when I've had like when I'm satisfied is enough to help me lose weight okay does that no that doesn't feel so 
Let, let's work yeah, on it. Let's find I think a I, I just need to to keep experimenting and and trying to get myself to do what I need to do. And once I see that I can do that, I think it'll just fall into place. It's just that I haven't been successful in that. Right. No. So, okay. So you're looking at like, you want, you're, you're wanting, this is, and this is like a brain's where we always want to do this. You want to see evidence that it's going to work before you're actually, before you're, before you're letting it, letting it work. Mm, I, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. And that's okay, Marisa. Um, <laughs> like normal, normal human brain stuff, but actually yeah. I was, wanted to check in with you anyway. Um, so you know how you were saying you were feeling hungry all the time? Is that still the case? Um, no, I, you know, it's sometimes I think that it's not hunger, that it's more like an emotional, like I'm bored. Boredom? Yeah, or, right. Um, yeah, just like, like, I don't know. It's hard to tell. Sometimes I am hungry and I'm like, ravenous and and especially i don't even realize how hungry i am until i start to eat and then yeah and then it's kind of like yeah it's like like the floodgates are open yeah that's where it's like okay uh no wonder i'm eating so fast because i am like really hungry other times it's not so much hunger that gets me started but it's more like boredom like i'm not like I'm one of those people that needs to be busy all the time. I'm like type A personality. And if I'm not doing something with my hands or my mind, then I'm sort of like, okay, what do I do now? You know? And then I'm like, Oh, let me go look, I open the refrigerator or I, you know, rustle through the snack drawer at work. <laughs> so I, I just, I, I don't know. I think that some of that, is that it's just yeah. boredom yes right Which right i need to hone that in because i'm always gonna be bored Great. and that's, that's where like you know painting comes in i try to you know i'm like okay i'm bored let's paint sometimes i get bored with that too though and then i'm i play with my pens and like i just need to have things to do uh, then I go and I shop. I, you know, I spend money on things. It's it's bad. If I'm not eating, I'm spending money. <laughs> right. <What's worth? laughs> okay. And all this is like you're feeling a, a boredom or you're feeling a restlessness. And so you're yeah. wanting to to cover up that feeling. Yeah. And you're using these, uh, these things instead of just letting yourself feel the boredom or the restlessness. Yeah. Yeah. Cool it's no No, but so good to recognize that marisa and like this is like this is like all of us do this right like and yeah i'm sure to certain extents i i i feel like it has been a problem of mine like even since i was like a kid um i don't know like i don't i come from you know like a small family and then family like everybody died and so it's like I don't have a lot of family you know we spend holidays are lonely and you know I I just have friends and that's it there's not so it's it's tough it's it really sucks because 
like last night i i was like waiting for people to like text me and i'm like oh nobody's texting happy new year so i started texting people and then you know everybody started but it, it just like yeah it's, it can be boring when you're like lonely or just have run out of things to occupy your brain and so i i go to food and i i need to figure out you know more things i guess to occupy my my mind i don't know yeah marisa so this is already like you know i'm tapped with money (laughs) how much more can i spend on my hobbies (laughs) yeah right i need to find more least expensive hobbies (laughs) yeah well how would you feel about marisa like this might be the huge like the huge opportunity and we're going to start a the feelings challenge next week so actually learning to feel the feelings and be okay, okay with feeling just, the boredom sit with my feelings <laughs> y- yeah okay well and, and you're not necessarily just sit with them but like find a way to channel them so I'm going to recommend experimenting with writing instead so just writing down the feelings like I'm feeling bored write it down like okay. I'm feeling yeah all right. Well, I can do that. I have enough pens that I can write. <laughs> we know we've got you've got the you've got the beautiful pens. <laughs> yeah. Rest is purpose. I keep working. You know, I don't know how to relax, people. <laughs> yeah. I wish I knew how to I get I feel um guilty if I go watch a movie or something. Like if I relax on the weekend, I take work home on the weekend and I feel guilty if I'm not working. That's how like type A personality I am. I, I feel yeah. like I always have to be doing something and I actually feel guilty when I'm not working. Yeah. So I don't know how to rest. I need to work on that one. Yeah. Relaxation okay. and- so that's probably like, a, that's a big leap in your self like to to be to be okay with resting like that that so I'm I'm thinking maybe Marisa that the 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 tiny step like the the first habit to work on is just is 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 actually just noticing what you're feeling and so maybe um do you do you find like the so do you find like the eating the boredom eating is that happening like all through the day or is it more in the evening or is there a specific time of day um probably more when i'm alone than yeah. if i'm with somebody yeah um honestly i probably eat a lot less when someone's around because i don't want them to know that i'm eating <laughs> yeah um kind of like yeah, I don't eat. <laughs> I, <laughs> I got this big <laughs> by osmosis. I don't know. <laughs> I just don't, you know, so it's more like a closet thing. Um, but I do, I mean, I, I, I think I, when I'm at my desk for lunch, like I said, um, I think that's when I'm the most hungry is like right in the middle of the yeah. day. Yeah. And I just can't seem like once I start eating my lunch, I feel like I can't stop. Right. Sometimes, you know. Okay. Um, the board boredom eating, and I'm not bored at work. I mean, I'm working, so I'm usually, you know, I take my break, and 
and that's when I eat my lunch. But um, I think the boredom happens in the evening, um, more or less, or on the weekends. Yeah. Okay, cool. So do you think it would be true that if you, like, you didn't, and you wouldn't have to completely stop, but if you just like railed, like started eating less in those boredom moments, that that would have an impact on your weight. Probably. I mean, eventually, it would if if I just started eating less all the time. <laughs> if it was like less, if there was less boredom eating, and you but you were still eating yeah. the same at meals, like that would that would would be significant, wouldn't it? If you cut yeah. that back. Yeah. Yeah. Great. So, okay. Yeah. So I feel like this is the big opportunity for you, Marisa. So like, yeah, slowing down at, at lunchtime, great if you want to, but actually building the tiny habit of if you've got an, when you have had the urge to eat and it's not like it's outside your meal times, then actually in like when I, so the tiny habit would be like when I notice the urge to eat, I'm going to write down my feelings, like write down like one word and it could be on a notebook. It might be on a post-it note. It might be on a, on a whatever. And at least one word before I start eating, or even if you start boredom eating and then you, and you've forgotten about that, but then you notice you could go, okay, I'm just going to pause this, whatever I'm eating and write down my, what I'm feeling. And then I can come back to it if I want, but just work on that alternative of writing instead of eating to, process feelings okay and that's the only habit to change that's the only thing to work on all right so turn to my journal and start writing in that when I'm feeling the need to yeah so I have the either either when you notice the urge start writing or when you notice that you're eating and you're like actually I'm like not like, really this is boredom like bored. it's outside of yeah. meal times like it's outside okay. of my my and if like what i intend like yeah because you whatever your regular meal schedules are or if you're like if it's outside of those times and you notice you're eating then just pause and go i'm just going to write and it can be on a, any it doesn't have to be with your perfect pen in your perfect journal it can yeah, be on no. any any and just just and just like i'm just going to write one word that's all you have to do okay yeah amazing and from yeah yeah. and it's yeah that this is the first this is the first step to learning this and the thing is marisa learning this skill of being able to process emotion in a way that isn't using food that's going to that's that's totally going to make a difference to the weight loss okay yeah can you feel that can you feel that that like actually this is this is the thing um that that's going to unlock this for me Yep. yeah amazing yeah cool awesome. so share in the group like let us know how you go with it and just when you fail like when you when you forget don't worry just next time you when you remember just do it then and this okay that that intention of this is what this is my new habit and this is the only thing I'm working on this week okay I can do that Excellent. there'll be plenty of opportunities <laughs> <laughs> yeah we all do like I, I did it last night so last night in the kitchen I was getting dinner ready we'd been away I came back and I had like washing to do and like all these things to do and I was like really like stressed in my head and I was like getting dinner ready I'm carving ham to put in the 
like leftover ham to put in pasta and I'm just like chowing down on this ham and I'm like what like just a notice so I'm like what am I doing I'm just like pause I've got a post-it pack of post-its in the kitchen just wrote what am I and just it was like anxious stressed busy like like whatever the words came out and then I was like like just uh, as I was writing it it calmed me down and then I was able to go okay well from that more calm place like how do I want the rest of this evening to go like how do I want the rest of my me cooking dinner to go I don't want to eat the whole leg of ham like before (laughs) I sit down to a whole meal and so yeah like it just writing it got me into that calmer place and then I was able to like actually I've had enough ham for now and I prepared the rest of the meal and sat down and I wasn't super hungry and I didn't eat that much of it but it just it really did that reset so it was really helpful so excellent Yay. Yeah. Yeah. So it does. It makes a huge difference. Um, okay. okay. Amazing. Emma's saying um, during that exercise, my writing prompted me to weigh myself. It is high, but my thought was um, it's what it is. And I've got this. Yes. Emma, I love it. <laughs> having a break from <laughs> it is six o'clock in the morning here. Um, yeah. That's beautiful. Emma. So like, I've got this. So if you're going into it from, I've got this. Um, that's really really helpful so this was that was a that was a really great example from Marisa of um, so like we get the thoughts so that her thought had been it's not going to make a difference so the new thought is this will make a difference like if I if I learn to do something else instead of eating my feelings like that will make a difference to my weight and then the action is is for Marisa is that tiny habit of writing down in like writing whenever she notices so other things that you can problem solve so the, the other thing I wanted to say about the action part is that often there's one or two there's only yeah there's one big thing that we're doing that's causing us to overeat and identifying that and reprogramming it is the thing that's going to help like really move the needle so if you're if your weight's staying stable there's usually like I, I call it like your, your 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 domino like and so it might be so you want to just think through um think through your day and think through like where is the 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 thing that I'm really where's the opportunity that I'm that I where's where is the overeating coming in that I can like what's the one thing that I can work on to cut out that overeating so we've got Marisa's beautiful example um, or it might be that you've got a habit of just grazing throughout the day. And so if that's happening, you're, you're never feeling super full, but that's the opportunity. So you might want to look at that grazing habit and, and instead moving to like focusing on proper meals. Or it might be you've got like another really common one is like the after dinner snacking coming in or, and that can be boredom, it can be stress, it can be whatever, like going in, going back. So that might be, the the action that you're going to focus on is like is having a a different habit for after dinner after dinner where you might you won't might want to build a whole new like you might want to try something else instead of your after dinner snacking or even just setting that intention of like when I finish dinner like that's it for me for food for the day that can be like having that boundary with yourself can be enough um or yeah so there's usually one habit and actually um if you need to go, please go. I'll just 
just wanted to continue. And next week we're going to be talking more about um, it's safe for us to feel our feelings. So, so this will this this will be con continued. But if you're when you go through this process, if you feel like you're not making progress and you're not sure like what action to focus on, like ask for coaching, like post in the group or, or come to one of the calls so that we can figure out what is your um, what is your domino that's going to help you help you move? For most of us, it's it's grazing, it's it's um, you know emotional eating or boredom eating, um, or after dinner snacking. But there can be other other things that come in. And actually, I did want to share a little. So I when I got back from Ireland, I had um, like my weight was like in the kind of upper range of where I like it to, to be. And I when I was away, I got into this habit of like my my one domino habit was is like having like I drink heaps of tea, like I drink four or five pots of tea, like the liter pots of tea a day. And I got into the habit of having cream or milk in my tea, like every time I was having tea, which is a lot of cream. <laughs> and so I was like, hang on, I need to do something about this. And so I just said, I was going to do an experiment this week and see what happens if I only have cream in my tea for my after dinner tea, like once a day. And then the rest of the time, I'm just going to have black tea or black and black herbal tea. And so I did that. And it kind of surprised, like I knew it would make a difference, but I was kind of surprised how much of a difference it made. So I'll just sh share my weight graph. So this is like two weeks worth of data of this is before I, um, this is when it, like before I started the experiment, then once, once I stopped the cream habit, like my weight went down. It looks very dramatic. It's only like, um, gosh, I can't even remember this, the numbers. It's like plus or minus like a kilo, I think. No, one and a half kilos, I think. So three pounds. So that like was losing three pounds over that over that time. But the only thing I changed was the cream habit. So there's often one thing that you're doing. Like I guess my key takeaway for today's lesson is there's often only one thing that you're doing that's causing you to eat more than you need. And identifying that and reversing it is the thing that can um, unlock the weight and getting you heading in the right direction. So um, just being honest with yourself and thinking about, about, about that, identifying that and finding a way to, to do it differently can make a huge difference. So, and then the final step that I did, forgot to mention before is just to celebrate every pro, pro, every little progress. So like we change best when we feel good. So remembering to like get dopamine from your thoughts and not from your food. So when you like um, Marisa, like when you notice that you like you, you, you do some journaling instead of when you're feeling bored or whatever, and you do some journaling, really reward yourself because at the moment you're feeling bored, you're eating and then you're getting dopamine from the food. So you want to you will naturally will feel some dopamine from from the journaling that will feel better but actually giving yourself praise for doing that will boost the dopamine even further and what we reward we do more of so the more you like talk it up and like any little thing that you do that's positive that you give yourself recognition for that like the the more you'll do that behavior so you so if you've got a new journaling habit like writing down, like re rewarding yourself when you write down is really key. So, um, yeah, that that we don't want to miss that that bit because we change best when we feel good. So the we reward ourselves with our thoughts is really key. 
Okay, so next week we're going to be talking about, um, yeah, it's safe for us to feel our feelings and talking about the feelings challenge. So, um, and your home play this week is just to think about that one domino and what is the one thing that you want to focus on on this week. And um, don't forget to share your tiny win and post it, post it in the group. So um, have a beautiful week, everyone. And for those of you that want to stay on, I've actually got some coaching for Jen. Um, so I'm, I'll do that. I'll record that now. And Happy New Year, everyone. Yay. And yeah, just remember, it is possible to change. And um, yeah, and actually, Judith, maybe that might be a good thought to focus on this week is like, it's possible for me to change might be, how it, would that feel? Uh, yes, I actually, that is part of my daily practice. It's one of the things I write every day. A day. I have the capacity to change. So, Okay, but that yeah, sounds like day. it's like annoying you. <laughs> well, no, it's just annoying me that it's not, you know. I'm, no, no, I mean, I definitely, um, yes. Yeah, no. Thank you, everybody. Does, for does that feel like something you want? Like bullshit. I want to, I want to have, the, I want to have the capacity to change. Yes. No, yeah. I mean, cool. I want to, cool. And no, I already know I have the capacity for change. It's I need the capacity to recognize that I have the capacity for change. Yeah. Cool. 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 That's great. Keep working on that thought. Then. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it's normal human behavior. What you're doing is okay. <laughs> Yeah, amazing. Okay, have a great week, everyone. And for those of you Thank who you want to everybody. stay on and hear coaching for Jen, please, you're welcome to. Um, okay, so coaching for Jen. Um, so Jen had posted in the group, I'll, and I'll just read this for context. For, so for those, if anyone's listening to this who hasn't followed along with with Jen's story, so um, so you, you so you just so you know where, where Jen's coming from. So she said, it's been great to read everyone's wins from the holidays. I will echo what um, said, feel, uh, I'll, I'll echo who said feeling like part of a, of a community in this process has been hugely helpful and was not something I expected when I joined NHC. I'm grateful for all of you sharing your journeys. Um, I continue to explain. I continue on with my experiment to be not hungry at all the time by letting myself eat until I'm satisfied at meals. I can't say there's been an enormous change and I don't ever feel that I don't ever feel hungry between meals anymore, but I do think it's helping and my general hunger level is decreasing slowly. So um, I find there are more and more blocks of time during the day when I don't think about food at all. So with that, um, so Jen had like here history of but like most of her history of restriction and dieting, and she was noticing that she was feeling hungry all the time. And so in order to turn off that, and so this is like a psychological hunger, which is a really normal reaction to a lifetime of dieting and restriction. So in order to turn off that psychological hunger, I've, Jen's been doing some work to actually let rather than stopping before she feels satisfied actually letting herself feel satisfied at meal times and she's noticing that that's making a difference and it's only been a few weeks so compared to a lifetime of like of feeling that hunger and and always being like restricting like that's actually huge so we want to Jen like really celebrate yourself that you're doing that work and even though it felt really scary at first like that's making a huge change in terms of healing healing the hunger and healing and turning off that psychological hunger. 
Um, so yeah, like that, and just noticing that, yeah, there's more and more times that during the day, rather than her being constantly hungry, she's actually noticing, actually, no, there's times where I'm not feeling hungry all the time. So that's a huge, huge win. So we want to really celebrate Jen for doing that. And then Jen said, one of the, one thing I've noticed is I'm really hungry in the mornings and the whole day feels better if I eat a substantial breakfast. For years, I thought that I had to skip or delay breakfast because of having a longer overnight fast would help with, with my weight. Well, this is definitely not true for me. And I can see now that it led to some bad habits like drinking more coffee then, um, and then trying to suppress my appetite and also overeating later in the day. Now, part of my daily plan is a protein-centered breakfast, so this is my win. So, yes, really want to celebrate Jen for this, like just doing that experiment and noticing that actually because we all have different circadian rhythms, so noticing actually for me, for Jen, having breakfast in the morning is like that's when she's really hungry and that that makes it like that's what her body needs whereas like I'm completely different like I don't get hungry until what one or two like so for me to eat breakfast in the morning because I was thinking it's the most healthy meal of the day like that wasn't helpful for me so this is like so cool to like really celebrate like that Jen's identified that for her for herself and that she's got that in place okay and then the next thing is um I've noticed also noticed some sneaky thoughts coming up. My weight has been steady or down a tiny bit from the beginning of November through mid-December. Then after the last call and some coaching from Jules, my weight started to go down again. So interesting, hey, like that once Jen started like letting her body, like eating enough until like eating until she was satisfied, her weight started to go down because, because she was feeling less hungry throughout the day. So she would have been like overall eating less, even though she was letting herself feel satisfied at mealtime. So it's kind of this reverse psychology thing, but it's, it's really cool when that happens. Um, and then she said, I was pretty excited by the newer evidence that I could lose weight without being really hungry all the time. But after just a few days, the scale went up again overnight with no noticeable changes on my part. It took a week to get back to almost the lower number I had seen. And now it's hovering there again. The sneaky thought you can't lose weight without being hungry. So you need to start consciously eating less is coming back in. So is, and it's funny, like these, the sneaky thoughts can be really pervasive. Like our brains keep wanting to go, no, see, like you, 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 um, you can't lose weight without being hungry. And that's like the story that we've been told, like no pain, no gain from the diet industry for decades. Like, of course, that thought is is going to be coming up. And so really wanted to celebrate Jen for noticing the sneaky thought. And then, and but also, um, and then, then she said, I can recognize logically that losing weight by being hungry all the time doesn't work in the long term. And if it was going to work, then really it would have worked by now. Um, and she said, and it's also miserable in the short term. I also know that, that what I'm doing feels sustainable and like I could do it forever since I don't feel deprived or missing out, desperately hungry, or like I have to track and count every single thing that I put in my mouth. I guess what I'm missing is true acceptance that it might take months. Okay. So before we get to this part of the coaching, so, so Jen's noticed a sneaky thought, but then she's kind of coached herself here beautifully. And she said, you know, I can recognize logically that losing weight all the time by being hungry doesn't work um, for the long term, and it sucks in the short, miserable in the short term. So, um, and what she's doing now feels sustainable. So she's kind of 
rather than thinking you can't like when that sneaky thought comes up that comes up that you can't lose weight without being hungry she's actually coached herself like this is this feels sustainable to me like and she knows logically that that's not true so I think Jen you've done a great job of coaching yourself there and just focus on and then just focus on that logic the logical flow actually no you know being hungry all the time doesn't work (laughs) I've tried that for decades if it was going to work by now I think I would have got it got it to work so it doesn't work maybe even like being hungry all the time doesn't work for me might be help might be a, a helpful thought to think there and then what we then the last part of the coaching Jen said I guess what I'm missing is true acceptance that it might take months and months to reach my goal weight at what seems like a glacial rate of loss I think this has turned into a request for coaching. Do you have any advice? I've also figured out a goal for the season and was going to request for help um, with that in the coaching section, but we'll add it here instead. So two parts to the last bit of coaching there. And yes, right. So um, yeah, missing the acceptance that it might take months and months to reach my goal weight at what seems like a glacial rate of loss. So like, first of all, Jen, of course that's coming up, like that feeling of like, oh, like this is going to take forever. <laughs> and um, and I think the thought that can be really helpful there to coach yourself is just going like, there's no rush. Like what I'm doing now, like, as you've said, it's sustainable. I'm not feeling deprived. I can keep doing this. I can do this forever. So there's no rush to reach, reach my goal. Like if I'm doing this in eating in a way that feels good and I'm just slowly progressing towards my goals, like that's all you need to do, Jen. And like, does it really matter if it takes you six months or it takes you three years? Like if you get to that place in three years time where you know that you're, where you're at your goal, but you've done it in a sustainable way. And so you, it's never going to come, the weight's never going to come up back on because this is just the new you, like this is how you eat. Like, isn't that amazing? <laughs> like, is, um, So I guess like just questioning the thought for rush, this thought for speed, like, yes, of course we want to get to our goals faster, but isn't it better to, to do, it, do it slowly and do it once rather than trying to rush something and force yourself to be miserable and then have it all backfire? So that's the thought that I would use there. Jen is just telling yourself like, there's no rush. Like I can, like I'll I'll get there when I get there. And that's, that's perfect. Um, So yeah, let me know, Jen, what you, what you, if I, if you start to tell yourself there's no rush and think about it in that way, like what comes up for you then? And yeah, Jen, your goal, I'd love to hear about it. (laughs) Um, Yes. So maybe Jen, with your goal, like have a crack at the, um, so it's in the resources section and I've also posted the link with the replay. I'll post the link with the replay. Just have a crack at filling out that goals work, the goals declaration worksheet. Maybe have a look at Naomi's and then seeing how that goes. And if you like, and you can, we can, you can post in the group or turn up to the call next week and we can coach there if you need to. So, but yeah, Jen, let yourself feel really good about the changes that you've made and that you were willing to do that experiment. And like, of course, there's going to be those, those sneaky thoughts and those, that doubt coming in, but you're, you're on the right track. So yes, let me know your thoughts, Jen. Okay, excellent. We'll wrap up there, everyone. Um, have a fantastic week and I'm looking forward to, um, yes, looking forward to talking about feelings, feelings next week. And yeah, just know that wherever you're at, like 
if you and if you yeah if you do feel like yeah like you're not making progress then post in the group let me know because like it then because there is a way and there is always just like one or two things that we need to tweak to get the scale moving so um yeah i'm excited to like please let me know if you feel like yeah i want to make what start making more progress and i'm not like raise your hand for coaching post in the group let me know or message me so that we can get the scale moving in the right direction because yes we want to be naturally healthy and we want to enjoy our food but we also want that scale to be heading where we want it to head so have a beautiful week everyone and i will catch you guys see you see you in the group okay bye